0: You're listening to a podcast from Blogging Heads TV. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Bob. Hey, that's Andrew Sullivan you're holding up on your iPad, a picture of Andrew, not Andrew himself. Correct. And it's it's not going to morph. Well, lucky um, him.
1: He's not going to turn into Michael McFaul the way I did last week. Correct. And I'm not trolling anybody. Uh, but you probably can't guess why I'm holding him up. Uh so you're correct you are correct. Uh he's a non blue checkmark Twitter user who's managed to who manages to get his message out without a blue checkmark and therefore is the exception that proves the rule. The rule being it, the rule being if you don't have a blue check you're wasting your time on Twitter. If you uh and I've I've reached that conclusion I I suddenly realized that all you know I I'm, I'm I tweet spend a lot of time tweeting way too much. Uh, because I want to reach like reporters, or you know, and experts, and and people who have blue check marks, and they they're not reading me anymore. And there are three possible reasons for that. One is they just turned off me. I'm a hopeless case. You know, why pay attention to this kook? I could see that. That, logic. that, that happens. That happens. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, second, you know, Twitter generally suppresses views it doesn't like. You know, and it's not transparent, so who knows what it's doing? Yeah. Uh and the third though is is this blue checkmark thing where they have this button that blue checkmarks can press and they only see the tweets of other blue checkmarks. So they're all talking to each other. They're not talking to you and they're not talking to me. Uh, uh and unless you're Andrew Sullivan and have incredible energy to break through you're you're wasting your time. You're you're just you're you're talking to the people who who are by definition uh not the most important people you want to talk to. That's not true in all cases, but and they're a great bunch of people. Don't like don't get me wrong. The non blue the non blue people, but you know you know who's in
0: on the conspiracy to suppress you and me, Mickey? I am a fellow non non blue check mark. You know who's in on the conspiracy? Uh uh Ann Applebaum. Probably, but that's not who I had in mind. The New York Times, here's a piece, and this is coincidence that I had was going to mention this. We didn't plan this, but there was a piece in the New York Times this week called How to Avoid Sharing Misinformation on the War in Ukraine. Here are warning signs to look for before you retweet. Okay, before you retweet, you should look for these. Number one, according to the New York Times, are they verified? They elaborate. <laughs> on on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, many people, including journalists, have blue check marks next to their names to indicate their identities have been confirmed. I don't even think that's true. I don't think Facebook has this, but maybe. Anyway, it says, these accounts, meaning like uh, verified ones, make mistakes too, and good information can come from people who are not verified, but the absence of a check could give you a reason to look for other red flags and pause before hitting that retweet button. Thank you, New York Times. We were not oppressed enough. Who wrote this? Daniel Victor. Dan, I just want to. I just want to extend a hearty expression of gratitude to you, because you know Twitter was not stratified enough by perceived social status until you stepped in and made the problem worse. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mickey. I get very emotional about this. You know. You know uh, why? Because I feel sorry for you. It's, this is not about <laughs> me.
1: It's compassion, Bob.
0: It's compassion. It's non-cognitive empathy. Um, That's what I have well, for you.
1: I did it I did an experiment where I said all my blue checkmark friends, uh if if you, you know, if you read this, if you have this button that lets you exclude non-blue checkmarks, do you use it? And you might think that this would be <laughs> a,
0: nobody replied cuz nobody You might think
1: it'd be a stupid <laughs> experiment cuz people who, who, you know, pe- the, the two groups would be exclusive. Anybody who would see this wouldn't be a blue checkmark. But no, I was hoping that there'd be some big, some big shot blue check marks who read me who say, no, Mickey, I still read you. You know, no, that didn't happen, okay? Yeah. It, it, it seems to be a, 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 a you know, the, the overlap between the two groups is getting smaller and smaller. I think this just happened in the last couple of years. People just, you know, I, I think it just it sort of was a, a tipping point, as some would say. Well, I think it's
0: i as I Malcolm do think it's,
1: Gladwell, who I, I, I'm sure has a blue check mark, would say, no doubt. And you know, the funny
0: thing is, the original rationale they've completely abandoned. The original thing was if you, it was to ward off fake accounts. So if you, it, you know, it was for people right, who, like right, Donald right, Trump, right. you know, who had people Im- imitating them, and this was uh, Twitter's way of guaranteeing that you're right. the real deal. I, that then, then they came up with this whole different system, which, by the way, gives you no credit for writing a book. If you look at, um, if you look at the things that are, uh, you know, I, I, I finally, you know, for the first time, like about a year and a half ago, went through the process I had never tried before, and you have to. I mean, there are several categories, none of which apply to me, except kind of being a a journalist, I guess. So if I've written for, uh, you know, publication, officially acknowledged publications three times in the last six months or something, well, I write all my stuff for my newsletter now. The books don't help at all. Books don't count at all. Um, Do I sound aggrieved?
1: Yeah, no, we, we, um, we, we, we should probably wrap this up soon or else we'll get a lot of comments about it. I've had enough whinging about blue checks, but um, uh, the, uh, um, you know, this is similar to Eric Adams' mask policy, you know, where it's good. he says if you're an entertainer or a performer, you va- vax policy, you don't have to have a, get vaxed, you know, and, and there's a huge outrage about that, so why, why isn't there a similar outrage about this? It's all, they're all violations of social equality, Bob.
0: Well, well, that's and, my final point. It's just that the Twitter people pose as progressives. And yet, they've the decided that they, around. they should be the arbiters of status and power. I mean, seriously, it's completely crazy. It, it's, it, not it, even
1: a, it's not even a meritocracy. It's a uh, woke well, millennialocracy. They, they
0: would say, you know, it's about as, as, as close to one as anything else in the world, maybe. I mean, there, there are criteria, it, it, you know, it, but... Um,
1: but it's no, just I think funny. There's, there's one category of are you uh, important, and I don't think there are any objective, hard objective criteria for that. No, I,
0: I think they have something they check they, for. I don't they know. look at your Wikipedia page. No, They'd I don't. I'm not having. sure. I'm not sure. No, that is not an official part of it. I think I'd be okay if they looked at the I, Wikipedia. I, I read page.
1: them. No, they look at they look and see if you have a Wikipedia page. Do they?
0: I think well, in, in another not category,
1: enough. not not the journalist category in the in the in the, in the oh. famous category. Well,
0: um, what, so you have to claim you're famous and direct them to your Wikipedia page? There are like five. Y- y- yes. Oh, the well. answer is yes. Uh, oh, well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Since this,
0: since this is more important than the, the war on Ukraine, I think the in point, Ukraine we should keep right, uh, right. talking the, about it.
1: Anyway, I, well, in, in the parrot room I will talk about how I'm going to try to get around this problem, which probably won't work. And okay.
0: I will talk about, I mean, not to like play one-upsmanship here, Mickey, but whereas all the blue check marks completely ignore you, in the last couple of weeks, I almost think I'm in like a kind of a, well, no, that would be to exaggerate my importance, to say that I'm, that I'm part of a retweeting proxy war between Glenn Greenwald and Chris Hayes. But I did get successively retweeted by the two, and I just have an
1: interesting uh, report on the implications of that. So- um. Well- but but that, but that is that is the way you get noticed is by by picking a fight with somebody and then they a blue check mark and then they then they get in the fight and all the other blue check marks. No, get they both fight.
0: retweeted me approvingly. That's the interesting uh, thing. Who else? Uh, who else can make that claim? By the way, um, I ask you. So you know the good news on Ukraine, right? Today's good news.
1: Uh, that Zelensky uh, asks Biden to not go too hard on Abram. Roman Abramovich, because he could be a middleman. Mm, not what I
0: had in mind. He's the guy who owned a soccer
1: team and recently right. let go of it. But I thought that was a good sign that Zelensky was really interested in negotiations, if he says, don't be punitive against this guy. Anyway, no? There was, okay. there was, there was a sign of, Ru- more important.
0: sign of Russian interest in negotiations. This guy named Sergei Rudskoy of the Russian Armed Forces. Uh, Issued a statement, and Russia seems to have abandoned their maximalist aims. Now they're acting like this was never about more than the liberation of Donbass. Right. Uh, They don't mention demilitarization and denazification. And moreover, they they say, you know, we could have gone about the Donbass via the kind of local route, just focusing on Donbass, or a strategy of kind of going, you know— for the whole country first, as a way to get the Donbass. Well, that's right. what we chose. So they're already setting up their narrative where so this they, are, w- they okay, were not thwarted. Great.
1: They were not thwarted. This was the plan all along. And has this been approved by the Kremlin?
0: Oh, clearly. This this is an official guy. There was a Reuters piece on it and, and a lot of that's, knowing, tweeting about that, it.
1: That's interesting because the most interesting piece I've read in the past week, and you know what I'm going to say, uh, was flagged to be my, by my friend John Ellis, was the Niall Ferguson piece in Bloomberg which said, we all think that Biden is, uh, you know, giving aid to Ukraine in a way that avoids the threat of escalation into nuclear war in the hopes that they will do well enough that you can achieve a negotiated peace, okay? And he said, no, that's not Biden's strategy. Biden's strategy is to keep the war going in the hopes of bleeding Putin dry so Putin will fall, and it'll be a lesson for China. It's like the classic neocon double bank shot, except without the threat of nuclear weapons. And if if this is happening, that's going to, if that is Biden's strategy, and I haven't seen it confirmed anywhere else, this is going to thwart it. If they actually do do a deal, how's, how how are the neocons going to stop this deal from happening?
0: Well, I mean, Zelensky could stop it from happening. It has to be saleable to the Ukrainian people in some sense, I mean, Zelensky has made noises about requiring a referendum for any deal. In any event, it has to be kind of, he has to be able to, in some sense, sell it. Also, there are things that there's a lot to be worked out. Like Russia, are they going to want the land bridge uh, to to hang on to the land bridge? Uh, you know, it sounds as if they're no longer thinking about Odessa uh, or Kharkiv, these, you know, uh, much less Kyiv. Uh, but well, you know, there's a lot to be
1: worked at. What kind of sanctions relief do they expect? Why hasn't what, the stock why hasn't the stock market soared three thousand points?
0: Well, because we are a long way from anything actually happening. This is that a never, step. That, but that never so, bothers
1: the stock market.
0: There's so many moving parts here. And uh, you know, what what does Ukraine have to agree to by way of uh, you know, NATO neutralization, what form will that take?
1: There's a lot to be worked out. I hope it doesn't interrupt Zelensky's appearance before the Oscars. Oh, you're kidding. He's going to do that? I'm not kidding. That guy is a a master. I think that's a disaster. I think that'll be the shark jumping moment. I was just about to. He has a cookie-cutter approach to it, which he picks something in your history that you're You know, it's a test of your character. And he says, Mm -hmm. oh, America, this is like Pearl Harbor. Oh, Britain, this is like we will fight you on the beaches. Oh, you know, uh, Victor Orban, this is, you know, you should go to this monument of the shoes of the Jews that were killed. Uh, Oh, you know, and oh, Israel, he said this was like the Holocaust, okay? What will he say to Hollywood? This is like Ishtar. This is like Netflix. Um, this is like this is like what's the what's the uh, what was what was the movie that that was seven hours long? Yeah, well, Ishtar is a famous disaster. Yeah, but there's another one that was that was done by the guy who was a had a sex change operation or was about to the guy who Speaking. did the the guy who did the Viet Vietnam movie where they played Russian roulette. Speaking of which, Deer uh, Hunter, the guy who did Deer Hunter, Michael Cimino, Heaven's Gate. Oh yeah, this is Heaven's Gate. Did, anyway, you know, anyway. did you know that
0: Putin has gone, uh, He he's playing the cancel culture card, the anti-wokeism card? Yes. Huh? and he, he said like yesterday, recently they canceled the children's writer Joanne Rowling, he means J.K. Rowling, because she, the author of books that have sold hundreds of millions of copies worldwide, fell out of favor with fans of so-called gender freedoms. So he's like... Anyway, I was going to say, the, the Hollywood thing will well, play right into his narrative, by the way. Zelensky showing up in Hollywood, that plays right, right. That's into his narrative. One,
1: that's the main reason it's such a disaster, yeah.
0: Now, this is um, this is totally
1: a, a, a bridge too far. Um, that and said, um, it'll probably work, uh, but still. The, the, the A friend of mine thought that maybe when Zelensky brands things fake news and talks about cancel culture, he's actually not using the Russian words... For those things, the Western press is just interpreting it as if he were talking like a Trumpist MAGA person. When, when because Putin they says wanna, this they want to get at Trumpist MAGA, they want to portray Putin as a MAGA person. Maybe he wasn't. So maybe he wasn't saying fake news or cancel culture. Maybe he was just saying. But when you, know, you mention J.K. K.
0: Rowling, I think that's you know it's pretty undeniable. And you say she well, was canceled. Somebody,
1: somebody who speaks Russian would know. No, I don't speak seems... Russian.
0: This seems pretty clear. Um, so I don't know, I, you know, that's, that's kind of promising. I mean, it, it still is, you're still having to swallow, uh, if, if Putin winds up settling for the Donbass and Ukraine agrees, you're still having to swallow the fact that he acquired land through an invasion, which I would have liked to have avoided, but I will not revisit my complaints about how nobody in the blob wanted to negotiate a much better deal that wouldn't have been- uh, Are you
1: now certain of that? Certain of what? That uh, Blinken did not offer uh, any kind of I acceptable deal. I haven't heard deal. anyone
0: claim he offered uh, in, you know, to to just halt NATO expansion shy of Ukraine permanently. And I don't think I've even heard uh, that he offered uh, to return to the Minsk agreement. Um, and I think those two things would have gone a long- Way, but I will never know. My question is, what would have been the harm in offering? You know, uh, we'd be in a better position now if we could say we tried. Well, the, I,
1: the, the argument is that, that it's appeasement. I don't buy it, but that well, is. Well, yeah, scary. but
0: compared to what? That's my point. This is going to be much bigger appeasement.
1: But, 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 but it would still, I, I, I still love it. It, it. And it frustrates the uh, delusional uh, neocon ambitions that Niall Ferguson talks about. He thinks they're delusional too. By the way, even he, he though he's, he? he's been accused of being a neocon, yeah, yeah, he thinks it's crazy. Hmm. Um, and uh, so uh, the 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 gnashing is, it, it sort of makes sense. So what, what you know, you and Applebaum writes a piece saying Ukraine must win. Okay, the we want we want Ukraine to win. Uh, uh, we shouldn't, uh, you know. But I'll leave I'll leave the means of that to the experts. So this it's a contentless piece. You don't know what these people are driving at unless it, it, it only sort of makes sense if they're driving at something like Putin's downfall. Right, in, but she's, in the grand she's way shit. short of that because did you see her qualifier?
0: She said, in the end, Ukraine must win. Now it may not have the same borders it has now, and it may not be part of NATO ever, but it must win. Well, that's what everybody is expecting at this point, that there will be a right. Ukraine in the end, and it won't huh.
1: probably won't yeah, have the okay. same border. Yeah, there is this sentence that makes you wonder what is this piece about? And she doesn't isn't necessarily driving for Putin's Putin's downfall, but there's this vague thing where you want to sort of push for more, and what is the more they're pushing for if they're willing to settle for the same thing everybody else is willing to settle for Elliot Cohen too I mean and uh, so, so if they're really if the if the secret objective is really to push for Putin's downfall that would sort of make sense of the Atlantic magazine right uh yeah, I I uh I am sure that would be her her highest hope. Look, we'd all
0: be well, happy. Uh, you know, we all be happy hope. with that. Yeah, that's, I think, that's
1: not the, that's not the problem, but um the, 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 she also had one of the silliest sentences I've ever read, which is we shouldn't be scared of nuclear escalation in a nuclear war cuz Putin wants us to be scared, Bob. So we shouldn't be scared. But yeah, yeah, Indiana, the, uh, it, it it's uh, I, I'm amazed you didn't pick on that sentence.
0: I didn't read the whole thing, but, you know, I agree you should always do the opposite of whatever anybody tells you to do. If they say don't die in a nuclear Armageddon, die in a nuclear Armageddon, because that'll show them and then they won't be messing with
1: you down the road. <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway, it's it's it, it was a little jarring that Biden's starts talking about things like New World Order, I thought, implying that there is a more grandiose. Uh, goal he has than just settling this damn war on terms that allow Ukraine to still exist, uh, and and why is he doing that? What is he? What does he have in mind? I didn't hear that part. What did he say? I don't say know. What he he mean, means? It, was, it was the headline in Judge. I actually didn't see, didn't see what he had in mind, but he talked. You know, and and it's a, it's a it'd be a um yeah. it'd be a, it'd be a, it'd, you know I assume it's some sort of uh united democracies stronger than ever at the well, same time everybody's realizing that uh we actually don't have the world on our side we have like half the world on our side well yeah i
0: mean india china brazil have not condemned uh, the invasion and the uh, the
1: most the most interesting one is israel i was i was in a room with some uh local local pro israel mockers jewish mockers uh and they said "Zelensky has blown it the, the, the israel was so offended by this Holocaust speech, how could he say this? You know, they were really anti-Zelensky, and that's that that's a huge problem for the Israel lobby in America because uh, America is pro-Zelensky, and if Israel is anti-Zelensky, how do they, you know, make that palatable? Uh, in, yeah. In in part, it's because uh, because uh, Russia controls Syria, and they let Israel do their airstrikes in Syria, which Israel really values, which is actually a blow against us because we, we've we been saying, what does it matter if Russia controls Syria? Well, that's one way it matters. Um, so uh, anyway, I, just, yeah. I thought it was, it was shocking. I was well, shocked.
0: It, it came out that uh, this week that Israel has been uh, blocking the sale of this uh, NSO group spyware, what's it called Pegasus to uh, the Ukrainian government for fear of offending Russia. And, you know, they've sold it to like Saudi Arabia, all these horrible governments, but they've refused to sell it to to Ukraine. I mean, you know, one thing is, you know, there were like today or yesterday, there were pro-Russia protests in Tel Aviv. There are a lot of people in Israel who are from Russia, right? And- uh, Well, but they
1: fled Russia. Well- Whatever my, I mean my mother fled Germany she wasn't in any pro-german demonstrations yeah, well, I can tell I, you that I don't know
0: you tell me it wasn't a it wasn't a huge crowd it wasn't as big as the pro-UK crane demonstrations but they had the russian flags and it wasn't nothing and i think there were two different versions of it it seemed like one downtown and one out in some park could have been staged by you know stagers of these
1: things but the, uh, the other the other two interesting angles i saw were one uh the composition of Russia's military is heavy on minorities. Basically, if you're an affluent Russian-Russian, you get out. The same. It's like the Vietnam-era draft, but worse. Uh, so it winds up with, uh, I don't know which the minorities are, but the Kazakhs? Are they a, are they a discrete and insular minority? They're, um, well, a Soviet they, minority. I don't know how many are so, in Russia so, proper. So these, these 10,000 to 15,000 casualties aren't that damaging to Russia because... Putin doesn't give a shit about them because they're only minorities, uh, no. and and so it's you know the 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 losses they're racking up aren't as devastating mm-hmm. as fifteen thousand casualties would be in the U.S. That's our mm-hmm. standard. Well, there's a big comparison. there's a big
0: Turkic Muslim population around the city of Kazan. That's not the same as Kazakhstan, but um, but I mean, they, and, they, and they, then there's
1: they, Chechens, of course. Yeah. Well, they get the they get the poorest, and you know they they lure people in who are poor and can't you know, had. The army is a better option for them than it is for a I, university student in Moscow. I've heard of that happening in countries, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the second thing is there was an interesting story relying, I think, on Pentagon data that Putin had not been indiscriminate in his airstrikes. He had actually largely attacked military targets, <laughs> tried to avoid uh, civilian targets, had, had left the center of Kiev untouched. And even even some of these, you know, the horrible scenes at the mall. Well, the, you know, maybe it was they thought it was a military target. So he, well, yes, he's done horrible things, but it could be so much more w- worse. And it implies that there is an intelligence guiding it that's not completely demonic. Yeah, I'm. Or at I'm, least at least it's constrained by world opinion. I'm writing.
0: I'm writing about this in today's non-zero newsletter. This is, uh, I mean, you you directed my attention to the consortium <laughs> news piece where. Yeah. This guy, uh, Joe Loria or something, argued that this is a, a you know an actual Pentagon counterattack against the State Department. The State Department has been saying you know there there are war crimes and so on, and the Pentagon's afraid that's going to be used to draw us into more deeply into the I war. Bet-
1: but but all the the sources were all defense contractors. They weren't actual. No 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 Pentagon. no no no. no, oh, no. One oh, of the big okay.
0: anonymous forces was from the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, oh. so in the is, Pentagon.
1: So this is a Lloyd Austin versus Tony Blinken. Uh, that's that's
0: the production. conjecture, but it certainly is the case. So this was. I mean, also this was uh, the piece itself was written by this uh, guy. What's his name? William Alton or something? He is a noted. Arcan. Arkin. Arkin. He is a noted defense correspondent of long standing, and I think a, for, a veteran as well, but he wrote it, but he quoted a couple of people, one of whom is a senior analyst in DIA, making the case you made that, look, if Putin really wanted to wipe out a lot of civilians, you know, Kiev would be in ashes now. And the, uh, now, you know, there are different stories, like Kiev, Kharkiv, Mariupol. Mariupol is the one that, Looks most like Grozny, you know, right. the Chechnyan right. city that was leveled a couple of times by the Russians. Um but Kiev itself, you mentioned that that shopping mall. I think there's now a fair amount of evidence that uh, there were military vehicles parked there out of sight. And in fact, I think uh, the Ukrainian who had taken pictures of them with a smartphone, put them on the internet has been
1: arrested. It's like, all, uh, it's like all shopping malls, it was bankrupt because of Amazon, right? <laughs> so, they for- so they just figured what the hell is <laughs> sparked some trick. I mean, also, uh, there, is, um,
0: there are some people claiming artillery was actually being fired from there, but, I, but I've seen the pictures
1: of the military yeah, yeah. vehicles. I, I think, go ahead. It's entirely possible that this DIA, DIA guy did this on his own without getting approval from Pentagon higher-ups.
0: Certainly could be. There was another story that linked to from Consortium News that was pushed back on the chemical weapons thing. And I, for, you know, with Biden saying, uh, you know, we think Russia's, you know, gonna, could well launch a chemical weapons attack. This guy pushing back against that. And I forget whether he was an anonymous Pentagon guy. I, the,
1: the, thing I don't, the thing I don't understand about this bleed them dry, bleed them dry theory is, is he's supposed to be like the proverbial cop, uh, you know, frog boiling in water, and it happens so slowly that he doesn't realize he's about to lose power, and then all of a sudden he, he's deposed. Uh, at some point on this road to humiliation, he's going to say, wait, I'm on the road to humiliation. i better up the ante with chemical weapons or nukes. So you, it doesn't avoid the threat of, you know, escalation and nuclear war. No,
0: I mean, there, there are certainly perils to trying to to, you know, push a guy toward regime change if he controls a lot of nuclear weapons, you know. Uh, And, you know, and of course, a lot of the people who seem to favor this kind of, you know, Afghanistan strategy of bleeding him dry, pushing him into a corner are people who, Professed to think he's borderline crazy in the first okay. place, so I don't. I
1: don't really see how they it, square all that. It, there's, is, is there any evidence other than the Niall Ferguson piece that that is actually anybody's strategy? You've
0: just heard speculation. There's a certain amount of speculation, including informed speculation um, by, you know, I, I, well, I, I should say speculation by. Uh, You know, foreign policy, respectable foreign policy. Okay, So
1: he's heard the same speculation and he does cite one British official saying, you know, our number one preferred outcome is a long drawn out war.
0: Yeah, I I personally Uh, doubt that Biden himself is is looking for that. I like to think that his main go to person for guidance here is. Bill Burns, who's head of the CIA, probably knows more about Russia than anybody else in the administration. Is probably more sensible than anybody else in the administration. You know, somebody like Victoria Newland, State Department, might be in favor of the of the bleed them dry thing. Blinken, I'm not sure. He, uh, I, I don't know.
1: Um, I, 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 Biden either would not be for it or would not have, would be at such a high and. Cocoon level that he wouldn't even have thought about it. Is that possible? No.
0: Oh, you know, he's, I, I think he's a reasonably s- savvy person about foreign policy. Um,
1: he's gone on a lot of junkets to Europe, yeah.
0: I mean, he's, you know, he, he he's, uh, but he's always had a, he would be aware of the issue, I think, you're right, even, you're right, even now. You're right, you're um, right. You're right. Um, and, but I, 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 t- I see them as. You know, responding somewhat just to political pressures, having broad maybe geostrategic goals, but I, but it certainly, I personally think it's nuts to want to prolong something like this in hopes that you'll magically right. get regime change when every day brings a risk of it turning right. into wider right. war, which could in turn become a nuclear war. I, I think that's I crazy. If,
1: well, if they, if they, if, if that strategy is not in fact the Biden strategy, and and they cut some sort of deal. That's a huge triumph for Biden, right?
0: You know, I, 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 I suspect. I mean, a lot of people are going to have trouble swallowing that you gave, You know, Putin got territorial gains by invading a country. Uh, you Not know, the American incl- people. Well, maybe, maybe in the blob. Well, the American people don't care to begin with about foreign policy. It's all about the blob, uh, you know, uh, in specific interests. Not on groups. election day. Yeah, but the but the people largely believe what the blob tells them to believe. The liberals believe what MSNBC tells them to believe. Who does NBC MSNBC have on to
1: talk about That's, this? Who does Fox have on? Who does CNN have on? Who does, you know? I don't. I don't think so. I think uh, we've seen time and time again uh, that what what my friend John Ellis says: the audience programs the network. The network doesn't program the audience, uh, and, and a, the, the audience often resists. And then the network changes its tune. All the network cares about is ratings.
0: I, I think, and all, all the <laughs> evidence. If you look at the, the whole Trump experiment, where he starts saying stuff nobody said about foreign policy, and it just doesn't hurt him, right? Uh, but then you get to this point with the Ukraine war, and the and the people who think they're following in his footsteps on the right, and saying what they think he would say, which is screw Ukraine, well, that doesn't work for them
1: either. I mean- Well, that's the point, because the audience resisted it. The, audi- I don't think the audience. Because eighty percent of Americans want Zelensky to win, and the the the, the narrative Zelensky is a the hero. They, and so you can't get up yeah, and say, well, well, look. Uh, if Zelensky endorses a deal, you can't say this deal's a disaster. The hero has endorsed it. He was on the Oscars, yeah. Bob.
0: Well, I agree. I mean, in this case, I would say a lot of the grassroots opinion has been shaped by the resistance. Russia Gate and so on. This, I, I mean, it's true that this narrative. I mean, by the time Russia invaded Ukraine, the narrative was pretty much inevitable by virtue of. But, but I would say it's it's really not so much because most Americans actually have strong views on foreign policy. It's because liberals had come to think Ukraine good, Russia evil, because that's what the impeachment was about, and Trump was pro Russian. It's not. You're right that the grassroots opinion mattered, but not because people in the uh, grassroots have well-thought-out views on foreign policy, I don't think.
1: Um, I also think they don't like a country that's a democracy being invaded by a country that they don't think is a democracy.
0: Yeah, no, or yeah, so, invasion, period. Um, I, I mean, you're right. I I agree with all that. There are certainly some basic instincts that, that people
1: have. Um, it's It's amazing how many people on the right— went in a sort of more pro-Putin direction, uh, and some of them have backtracked, like Tucker, sort of. But there's some amazing things that I saw that, like, Charlie Kirk said or that, you know, Madison Cawthorn said, that I don't think they've backtracked from. But there aren't many of them. And 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 how's
0: your friend J.D. Vance doing, having said— I don't care about Ukraine one way or the other. Is he continuing to repeat that? I doubt it. I don't think so. I
1: think he's he's backed off that. Uh, he backed off that pretty quickly. He won the debate. He was in, he. He got a favorable tweet from Donald Trump Jr. Bob. He's in mm-hmm. third place. What I'd give. Uh, he's in striking distance. It's all now, going according to plan. Can I say one more
0: thing about the war? Just that I. Uh, a couple of thoughts I had before today's seemingly encouraging news from Russia about this this re, reframing of their war aims. Um, at the same time, I, I do think on balance, you know, Ukraine's been so good at the information war, there is a tendency to overstate how strong their position is. There was a good piece in the New York Times today. You know, there's been all this publicity about how they're rolling the Russians back about Kyiv. Uh, this was kind of a... a a contrarian take, a, a reported piece from that area, and here's here's how it reads. Uh, uh, but signs of actual on-the-ground progress were elusive, meaning in terms of the Ukrainian counterattacks. He goes on, Ukrainian forces have been unable to demonstrate they control villages or towns previously held by the Russian army in Makariv, another battleground town of the west of Kiev that Ukrainian officials claimed to have recaptured this week. The fighting was also ongoing. Uh, Vadim Tokar, the mayor, said in a tele- telephone interview, quote, this is the mayor talking, I don't understand where this nonsense came from. <laughs> he said of reports his town had been liberated. It is not true. We have shelling and we have Russian tanks shooting into the town right now. So, um, and, and the other thing is, remember, Putin, you know, he 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 must have had some kind of awakening about miscalculating or getting bad information. But I think the one thing he doesn't believe that we may assume he believes is that, well, it turns out the Ukrainian people hate Russia and don't want to be liberated. Remember, his narrative all along is that this thing is being orchestrated by the West. I think he believes it. And and I think, look, we are supplying a lot of weapons. And I think more than we realize, probably you and I realize, uh, the Pentagon is directly involved in providing intelligence, and even helping with strategic and tactical guidance. I, I suspect Putin thinks this war is being run out of the Pentagon, and he may well, the, not be as far from wrong as, the, the, uh, right sa- as we
1: think. The satellite intelligence is always an issue, and nobody has been talking about that. Are we, provi- are we providing Ukraine with satellite images oh, totally. that help them in the war? I think we're giving them everything we well, have. that's Okay. That, and, and also, we train the troops we trained their army before the war started.
0: Oh, I think this so. may be what, what the reason the invasion happened now. Putin made it clear, you know, every passing month just about, he made it clear that this was becoming a de facto NATO outpost. More and more yeah. weapons. Um, and he was afraid he was going to lose that what ground he had secured in the Donbass uh, under more and more of a Ukrainian onslaught. But uh, He, he could have just had a minor <clears throat> incursion in the Donbass, Bob. Well— Look, that's what I expected, as you may recall. Uh, that's what most people who thought he would invade inspected, and now that now that's apparently what the Russians are going to claim their only goal was. Um, we, I mean, but again, the reason I just said what I said is this is a long way from over. I, 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 I doubt Putin has totally relinquished dreams of, of something
1: I, grander. There's the question of the land bridge. Um, the um, yeah, he may, he may. Pull back now, and then get a second wave of hubris later on. The uh, I, I noticed the st- original story about I guess Makareev said Ukraine liberates suburb, and, the, and then in the second paragraph because of course it also lost three other suburbs right.
0: <laughs> That's about the way it's
1: going. They did blow up. They did blow up a ship, which uh,
0: is you know
1: impressive. Well, they but, and, and, and a point for you know for boys who like gadgets. <laughs> the tanks are tanks are obviously i mean this is an obvious point are are becoming not obsolete but they're a much less effective weapon of war than they used to be because we, they've discovered they have all these new weapons that can take them out and putin may have over relied on tanks uh i hadn't thought of that whether this is
0: really a qualitative change by virtue of these like uh these the drones and the weapons. javelin
1: and the drones mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, so, um, anyway, that's, I, I don't, you know, when I turn on TV, I, I don't want to see sympathetic pictures of, of refugee children with their little teddy bears. I want to know tanks versus drones, what new gadget works. Yeah. Um, I, and who's I, winning the war. I want to know who's winning the war. I don't want to, the refugees are, you know, we can do, we got to deal with them either way. And it's hard, it's hard to find a media outlet that
0: gives you good updates on the strategic situation, right? I'm having a lot of trouble. There was
1: one, there was one that Ellis linked to that I retweeted that seems on the ball. Bizarrely, Tim Mack of NPR, even though he doesn't seem to go anywhere near the front lines, he's always in some other part of the country, he sort of conveys to you the latest info that he's gotten without, without any particular bias, you know, who's doing what to whom. He had this incredibly gripping story of meeting a guy in a bar who's, you know, is, he's a, a part-time volunteer, and he's a sniper, and he was in a battle, and his buddy had his face blown off, and he was blind, and he said, the buddy said, I'm not going to die, am I? I have a girlfriend. And it was, it was just incredibly moving. He died. Uh, oh, he died. Anyway. He died. He didn't have a face anyway, so his life would have been different. But um anyway, it's brought it home. What can I say? Um so we we have some other things to talk about if we have time.
0: Uh yeah. Oh, I forgot to set the timer. We were gonna set a timer this time, right? Since so that we don't uh exhaust ourselves. Wow, already we we're already at like 38 minutes. I'll, I'll set I'll set like a I'll set like a an, an egg timer. Um, yeah, well, there's there's uh, the zany Jenny Thomas, Clarence Thomas's wife. I now see what he sees in that woman. I'll tell you, she's a live wire. Um,
1: Don't you think? Yeah, he likes it when she's angry. Um, I, you know, she really- uh, the We should tell me in
0: case they missed this, so okay. she
1: was a, in a
0: text exchange with Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, uh, on January uh, 6th, Issues and a couple of issues are raised. I mean, one would be: could this be taken by the Trump administration of a, of a kind of signaling from Clarence Thomas that hey, if you can get this to the Supreme Court, you got one vote, right? I mean, that would be it. Would be reasonable for Trump to take it that way anyway. Go, go.
1: You know, she Trump. Just- assumes, Trump assumes he got all the votes of everybody he appointed, which was insane. Um, I I just first, you know. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm obviously this is motivated reasoning on my part, but it seems to me she's not she's not her husband. Um, I agree. She's not my, my 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 father was a judge. My mother occasionally did went to anti-war demonstrations and held placards and things like that. And my father was troubled for the obvious reason. But I don't think he stopped her. This was my this was obviously much worse. And the other thing you can say in her defense, and it, it's more substantial, is. She really believed the election was stolen. It's not like, it's not like she said, you know, which is the cra- the ultra ultra crazy right wing. We lost the election. We want to overturn it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, she's an activist. She's always been an activist, and uh, it seems yeah. uh, I don't know. Let me maybe just, I'm being too, let me maybe just, I'm being too sympathetic.
0: Let me just read one of her texts to Mark Meadows. Help this great president stand firm, Mark. You are the leader with him who is standing for America's constitutional governance at the precipice. The majority knows Biden and the left is attempting the greatest heist of our history, meaning well, stealing that, the election. The,
1: uh, that, that, that's, the, that's the tweet. I was, that's the message I was going to say that shows she really believes it was a heist. Oh, of course okay. she does. Okay. And well, she, So what was, what was so terrible about what she did?
0: Um, I think I it's inappropriate it the, for Supreme Court I justices. I guess it was on the
1: 6th. I guess it was on the 6th.
0: Uh, was that on January sixth? I just I think it, I think it's totally one hundred percent inappropriate for the spouse of a Supreme Court justice to be communicating with the president, office of the president, in this way. I was, call me old fashioned. I'm crazy. Well,
1: they're, they're, there, there, they're, are these, there are these
0: three branches of government. Okay,
1: I'm call me she's crazy. Not, she uh, the um you know, the 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 old theory was was. Uh, you know, you can't spouses are their own people, women's liberation. You can't say that the spouses are have the job of their husbands. Uh they have every right to express themselves. And and then uh the Washington Monthly line, which I usually tow, is no, is your line, which is no, you have to give up some things in life. If you're married to somebody who's a government official, like a senator, mm. you can't go be a lobbyist for General Motors. Of course, that happens all the time in Washington that you know, the, the, the spouse of a congressman is a lobbyist for General Motors. I think that's what happened with Dingle. I believe. So, uh, no, uh, I mean, I would it, say the, you the know, conventional wisdom is on my side, the Washington Monthly wisdom is on your side.
0: Uh, yeah, but I would emphasize that it works both ways. Uh, you know, uh, a husband is bound just as a wife is, and half of recent Supreme Court appointments have been women. So, um, the, uh,
1: Basically, you know which way Thomas is going to vote, and you know, and and yeah, uh, yeah. Look, I'm a stickler for uh, propriety.
0: Uh, I mean, just on. No, it's just my view about norms is just don't fuck with them. The uh, and then (laughs) and then Meadows says this is a fight of good versus evil. Evil always looks like the victor until the king of kings triumphs. Do not. I don't know if that means Trump or Christ. Either could go either way. Do not grow weary. (laughs) means Q. Do not grow weary in well-doing, which presumably is a Bible verse. The fight continues. I have staked my career on it. And then he adds, well, at least my time in D.C. on it.
1: She she (laughs) replies,
0: thank you, needed that. This plus a conversation with my best friend just now. Now, is best friend code for her husband? I don't know. I think it is. Do you? Because the reporter seemed not, the reporter didn't suggest that, but I thought it might be.
1: I read a report that said they call themselves best friends but ah. mm. uh but that could just be you know mm. liberals agitating. So I don't know, but it could it, it, and that that would be more in the direction of what you're saying which is you know what Abe Fortas used to say I was talking to my friend when he was a lobbyist he would always imply that he, had, he his friend Lyndon was on board with him, right? When Johnson was president. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: That's a way of a way of invoking the name the right. power, without you know, or the big man, as Hunter, as
0: Hunter Biden would say, the, the big man. man.
1: Um, no, Hunter Biden yeah, so news, right?
0: We talked about that she, last
1: week. She may be in trouble, but it's not. I don't think it's going to go anywhere.
0: No, I don't. I don't see where it can go. She didn't do anything illegal. I don't think. Um, now there the, is uh, there is the issue of whether. Well, no, that's not much of an issue. It turns out this was probably not among the documents that who's, uh, that he voted on disclosing. Never mind.
1: They um, they're the hearings for the, our new justice, and I don't have all that much to say about them, uh, except that I have always thought that child pornography was dealt with too harshly, so it doesn't really? really bothers me. Well, that's a slight bit. You should you should well, write it's, this. No, no, this. I, I assume that there's a whole school of thought. You're born. You have these lusts. Okay, they're bad lusts. You lust after little kids. It's in your fucking genes. Okay, what are you supposed to do? Commit suicide? I mean, I mean, suppress. Take a drug that suppresses your libido for your entire life. Castrate yourself. And there's virtually nothing else you can do. that's legal. You can't. Can you? Can you? You can. You can't look at animation. I think that's been declared illegal. Uh, that, Wait, that, you know, animation of. Children? Of of, chi- of children having sex or whatever. Whatever child porn is, I wait, wouldn't know. That, I'm not Pete Townsend, Bob. Wait, this is know. a
0: good idea. I'm not kidding you entirely because I thought the ultimate harm that we're concerned about is that if you buy child porn, you traffic yeah. it, you are encouraging no, I think, the exploitation I think was, of the kids in the first place to create the child porn. I think right? there
1: was a Hollywood executive who was busted for animation and it was upheld. Well, that, there was There was a guy in prison who was busted for writing a fantasy in his diary? Okay, now maybe well, that's he was a totally pro-
0: different. Maybe fish. he was on
1: probation, so he had he had. Uh, See, this is but, where I, mean- I would
0: draw the line is between pictures of actual children. And I, all that other shit, which does not involve
1: harming a child in the creation that of it. Is, that's where I would draw the line to. That is not where the line is drawn, I don't think. Well, pretty anyway, sure, I
0: don't think that's sure. what she's getting raked over the coals for. She, it's not animation that she, she gave the She's getting raked over the coals for sentencing for.
1: one guy who had the real thing to three months in prison. and, the, well, and the, three, three, three months, and then he did it again when he got out, of course.
0: They were even, Ted Cruz was complaining about a five-year sentence. Okay, well.
1: Um, anyway, it it, it it just seems to me, uh, you know, pedophiles are, are they're they're sort of worse than murderers in our society. I mean, we they're hated with the hot hot heat of a thousand suns, and maybe uh, they should be hated with a little less. Although they should be hated. Um,
0: Mickey, anyway, I just I just want to say when you not cru- when you people get,
1: who have children feel when
0: you get crucified ones. for this take, I just want to pledge that I will not stand by your side and defend you.
1: People who have children seem to feel differently.
0: Um, the uh, yeah, uh, I uh, I was about to do another contrarian take take, but I figure I'll just leave. I'll no, let, go ahead. I'll let you focus on your own damage control. Yours is
1: the contrarian. Well, there take. is your-
0: there is a conflation of uh, true classic pedophilia, which is sexual attraction to pre-pubescent
1: right, 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 right.
0: people with, it's like Jeffrey Epstein, what he did was horrible, illegal, and so on, deserves his fate, and so on, but it wasn't, strictly speaking, clinical pedophilia in the
1: old-fashioned sense of the word, because they were post-pubescent. Okay. The, um, you're the guy who said child porn anime is fine, Bob. You're going to be on the <laughs> roasting on the spit soon. I,
0: I carefully avoided articulating that sentence. So if if anybody, you're
1: going to be in the next cell over, Mickey. Bob. The
0: only person who can be taken out of context in a video clip saying that is you, because you just said it. We can we can cut this clip narrowly enough for you to have said that,
1: and I'm going to see that that happens. That would be taken out of context. Happens. Um, uh, so, other than that, I don't have uh, that much to say. Dahlia Lithwick wrote what looked like an interesting slave pitch on how the Democrats actually didn't defend Jackson nearly enough. That only only Cory Booker Cory Cory should have put more emotion into it than he did. No, no that, that other people should have backed Cory up. I think is her point. Um, uh. I, I I'm sure I just I'm sure. I'm sure I disagree with her judicial philosophy, but— um, You will defend just, to the death her right to articulate it. No, I just think she's going to be confirmed and why have a, why have a fight about it.
0: Yeah, that's why I have not been paying much attention. I mean, I think even, even Joe Manchin's not in the mood to torpedo this, and that's the only question. Yes, he right?
1: announced that today. Oh, did he? Well, good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You're eerily prescient, as always. As always. Um, so there's one more meaty topic— uh what would that be well when I was in um when I was in college, a friend of mine, and I'm pretty sure it was a guy named Dan Swanson, who became a big left wing journalist uh had this phrase for when you're you want to chase after a woman, but she has a boyfriend and and when when that happens, the boyfriend is the dink and you have to move the dink so you have to get the dink out of the picture okay? why was he called the dink? It's because Swanson was an imaginative guy. He also called typewriters heaters, okay? Heaters? What did he call heaters? I don't know. Dinks? Uh, But anyway, he was an inventive guy. That's why he was a leader among men. But um, he, uh, uh, so both parties have a dink problem, right? Uh, The Democrats have to move Kamala Harris, and the Republicans have to move Donald Trump. They're both dicks. Move and meaning just, move them off stage. Yeah, get them off the stage, get them uh-huh. out of the campaign, get them mm-hmm. out of the election mm-hmm. and uh, as candidates. And and who's, you know, I, I, I would think the Democrats have the easier job of it because Harris will not win a primary. So all they have to do is beat Harris in a primary and she's gone, although that might do some damage. They may want to avoid that. Well, so are, there was this weird. Go ahead. Yeah. Are you assuming Joe is not running? Uh, yes, and I one possi- one possibility uh, is that Joe runs this is a this is a crazy idea I had this week. Joe runs, and then halfway through the campaign, he says, "No, I'm dropping out. I want you know uh, And that puts Harris on the her back foot because she hasn't all this time, she hasn't had time to gear up a campaign. It sort of puts her on a level playing field with all the other guys and girls who are running. So that'd be one way for him to like to put his thumb on the scale against Kamala mm-hmm. um as if he hadn't picked her. Uh and uh but probably that's not going to happen. But um there was this weird leak, not leak, but this this book about the Biden White House by Martin and Burns of the New York Times. Uh th- there was a, a, a little pe- part of it uh was in the press this week about how uh Jill didn't like Kamala. I think we sort of knew that before, but the White House sort of thought she was Kamala was a whiner. And the problem was not she was being dissed by the Biden White House. The problem with Kamala was Kamala. Uh, and it was sort of a it was a it could be interpreted as a message to Kamala. And the question is, y- y- the book isn't published until May 3rd. Right. Usually you don't leak tidbits from books over a month in advance. Uh you would only do it if there was some ulterior purpose. Do like, you smell a conspiracy, Mickey? Like the people in the White House wanted you to drop this onto Kamala as a warning shot? Yes. Um, and but is the warning shot, you know, shape up and stop whining, or is the warning shot, don't think you're going to be the candidate in 2024? I don't know. So wait, which was, it this, is.
0: was this leaked, or was it formally released as an excerpt? Either one, it doesn't
1: matter. Why would you do that a month before?
0: Well, I mean, because one requires the administration somehow persuading the publisher to do something they don't think is in their interest. I mean, well, I mean anybody publisher- can leak it. Anybody can get a hold of the thing and
1: leak it. The, uh, but, but. Oh, it- no, no, I'm sure it was official. Uh, but I'm sure it had the blessing so of the reporters. So you think
0: somebody in the Biden administration went to their editor and, or to them or something and said, now I know it would be better for your book if you waited three weeks, but we think it's no, in the national think, interest to push Kamala off
1: stage. I, I think these people talk to the, their their sources in the White House every day, and maybe one of them said we'd like to send a warning shot or something like that. And uh, no. and and, and the, the the reporters were savvy enough to realize if they didn't leak the book— it was use it or lose it. Somebody else was going to fire the warning shot and not them. So they weren't going to get any publicity out of it. And they wanted to keep these guys as sources because they have bigger fish to fry than this. So they pleased their sources by leaking. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that they are pro-Biden zealots who want to do what the administration wants. It just meant they were, you know, they were fulfilling their sources' uh, wishes in a sort of transactional vein. Seems a little far-fetched to me. Would you want a, a, something from your book leaked more than a month in advance? No, that's my point. I wouldn't do
0: it under any circumstances. Like, um, you know, I, well, if, they say, sure. if, if they said leaking your book a month in advance, putting your book out before it's commercially op- optimal, putting this up excerpt out will prevent nuclear war, I'd say I'd rather go down with the planet than do well, something are, that's bad for am- my book. There are
1: Amazon pre-orders, so maybe it's possible that... The bookseller order depends on how many Amazon pre-orders there are, and they want to gin up the Amazon pre-orders. Okay, but it may be, the, it may be that the, the 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 mechanics of bookselling has. I, I think changed. that's true.
0: I think that's true, yeah. and, and that so, could explain it without your conspiracy theory. Right. So you yes, lose. So
1: we agree that you lose. No, either one could be right, or they both could be right, or they both could be wrong. Um. Uh. I I think what I'm
0: what what this makes me think about is the possibility, you know, moving both Trump and Kamala off stage. Third party ticket, Trump and Kamala. Same ticket. What do you think?
1: (laughs) Well, it is true that when there's a candidate that nobody likes, when there's two candidates that nobody likes, it does sort of cry out for third party. Yeah. Now we've been in that situation before, although never make this happen. Never quite as intensely as as it's going to be felt if it is either Biden and trump or kamala and trump uh but who would that person be evan McMullen? romney almost endorsed him i don't know that was a big scandal
0: we want who do we want it to be well we you and i would have different views instead who do we want to be the democratic
1: candidate oh god i don't don't Um, know Yeah, it's hard for me. It depends all, on whether Trump is on all the Republican the refundable ticket for the child tax credit, Bob.
0: Yeah, and that's a deal breaker. The uh you bet it, it all depends on whether Trump is on the Republican ticket. If if he's if he's on the Republican ticket, I just want, you know, I don't want to gamble at all. I just want the candidate oh, most likely to win. It's
1: obvious who I want the Democratic candidate to be.
0: Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin. I was just going to say
1: Yeah. Uh he, uh, our nation turns its lonely eyes to you. I wonder if he has that in uh, mind, or is he too old to have that in well, mind? Well, I don't think he's not too old. He, um, he's there, 70s, there is, early 70s. I don't know, there is. I mean, he he has to be younger than Biden. My God. Well, wow. the, uh, the the. Um, I told you when I first came to Washington, Bob Squire took me aside and said they are all running for president. <laughs> don't I think that's also, true? So if, if Joe Manchin doesn't run for president, doesn't think. One day he might be president. He's uh, he's a weird fish in Washington. Um, anyway, so th- on, on, on the Republican Dick moving side, just to give it symmetry, yeah, there was an article by Henry Olson in the the Post that was actually fairly convincing. There's a poll out that Trump is beating people people who say they'll vote for Trump versus people who say they will vote for somebody else for Trump. Trump is winning like fifty five to thirty seven or thirty two or I mean, it's just not that far apart. Uh, the 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 He's not doing that well in polls Wait, now. Is... Three years, three and a half years or two and a half years out from the election. So, uh, Gene McCarthy, you know, somebody who has balls to run against him, and there's going to be more than one because it's so obvious, can be Gene McCarthy, you know, not necessarily beat Trump in an early state, but comes so close that, you know, Trump withdraws for fear of being humiliated. Uh it's it's entirely seems entirely plausible
0: that Trump would just lose. Who who yeah. is your favorite on the Republican side? Like you like. Uh, it would be somebody
1: Trump esque but not crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, well, the the, the Trump esque but not crazy people are, uh, they're coming up. Uh, I, you know, I the obvious one is DeSantis. So I guess Tom Cotton is too much of a hawk, but he's you know Trumpist on domestic policy. Uh Blake Masters and J.D. Vance—if they win, even if they win their oh, Senate man. seats, will be too fresh, probably. J.D. Vance is a total loser, man. Everybody thinks he's a total loser. I, they have, I don't know why they have it in for the guy. It, it must be the—that he's not slim. I think the the I think it's the, his different. visual
0: appearance does not help, and sadly, that is a factor in politics. Were it not,
1: I might be president right now. But it is. It is. I think I think that's the best thing you got going for him, Bob. You, Bob, the, the no, lanky. You think it's downhill after the lanky looks? cowboy looks. Put on a cowboy hat. Say you're from Texas. You're halfway yeah. there. Okay,
0: what, whatever you say
1: makes sense to me. I sure,
0: I sure am. <laughs> yeah. uh, I,
1: it's weird. I heard a um, a congresswoman this weekend who uh, I can't say her name. Talking about how her husband, who's a blue-collar worker, she goes and talks with her husband's buddies, and they like—they're like forty-four women who are good-looking. They don't pay that much attention to policy. Imagine they—they. They, well, i had never thought that that was actually as powerful. I, I thought that you had a leg up if you're good-looking, but like I would have thought that people on the right would despise Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Maybe not. Every one
0: of them secretly lusts. After AOC, that explains all their behavior, all of it. Somebody should write a book about that. I've It's in the works.
1: Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, so, we should, so, so other, we are,
0: we're now at the, I think we're at the one hour mark.
1: And the, the other completely crazy theory, just because this is the place to go for crazy theories. Yeah. Is this theory that two journalists wrote about this week, which is that Biden will drop out now before the midterms to prevent... Massive losses in the midterms. Uh, that's too crazy, even for me. I think, but um, maybe not, because they have they still have to move the dink of Kamala, or also yeah, be a disaster. Yeah, it's.
0: Uh, I'd like to think he's going to bow out, but I fear he's not. And you know, I think he could do it in a way that would secure him a, a great place in the history books. You know, I was this transitional figure. I I moved Trump off stage, but then I saw that it was in the interest of the nation to you know you think he's gonna run in 2024 or you think he's i don't see signs that he's not you know people are incredible they never give up power is putin giving up power nobody males never give up power females sometimes god bless
1: them um will that get me canceled i can say that what about tom brady he resigned he retired Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Perfect example. Uh, whereas, the, um, whereas the other news this week, a twenty-five-year-old a female tennis player who apparently was ranked number one in the world, which I didn't even realize, uh, retired. Okay, won Wimbledon.
1: Yeah, I mean there have been. I saw, been, her, I saw been, her interview. It was it was so, it was semi-moving. I haven't seen it. Uh. Um. Anyway, it um. It said, I think it's, anyway, never mind. I'm about to get myself in real trouble, so I won't. I've
0: already uh, done a certain amount of that, I think, and and I uh, don't know.
1: But um, uh, if Biden reaches a successful outcome in Ukraine, it's a huge incentive for him not to run again. Because he can go up on, a, on, a, on, a, on an up note, Right.
0: Yeah. And I think oh. there's a chance that this will happen, but there's a lot of unknowns. This thing ain't over. And at any point it can take a crazy turn. Um
1: But okay. we'll so. we'll
0: see. Um, so uh and we can so in the parrot room, first of all I have a public service announcer, Mickey. You know your dear friend Aria Cohen Wade, who has nothing but kind things to say about you?
1: Yes, even he is, he got a blue check and he's not reading me anymore. Did he get a blue check? You're making that up. <laughs> yes. Now I'm trolling you. And boy, uh, did that work! Now you are trolling. So anyway, <laughs> his
0: show, culturally determined, now has its own podcast feed, and if it, if it, when it is video, which I think it is sometimes, its own YouTube channel. So look for that in your podcast app. It had previously been part of the Heads TV feed. There's some, uh, I don't know. There's, there's. Uh, There's also some blogging heads uh, related rebranding news that maybe we'll talk about in the parrot room. Yeah, that'll bring them in. By the way, okay, I'm writing that down. Blogging heads rebranding.
1: Now, by the way, Mickey. I'm interested in this too. Yeah, 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 you will be. You may not like it. You may not like it. Only finding out you're fired when you read it in the newspapers. This is worse than that. Uh, it's not worse well, than that. When you hear about it in a podcast, where you, you're on camera,
0: you may not like it. It'll be a very dramatic moment when I break it to you. Now, speaking of that, do you realize, Mickey, that we are the number of patrons? The you know uh, the Parrot Room, the the, uh, uh, the people have gone to patreon.com slash Parrot Room and signed up so that they get to hear our after hours our after party party podcast every Friday. That number is now. Tantalizingly close to 1100. It's 1096. And it, was 10, it was 1097 an hour ago. I have bad news for you. <laughs> but uh, here's here's uh, what I want to know: is how can people, the people out there right now listening to this, how can they know that you and I are so close to the 1100 mark and just? Stand there and not sign up. Just walk on by, right? You see human suffering, you do nothing. How can they do that? Do you get it? Do
1: you understand it? Uh, is is that such a milestone? I would think a thousand was a bigger milestone than eleven 1, hundred.
0: Remind me not
1: to take uh, two thousand PR, PR pay you for PR. I'm the world's consulting. worst PR person. No, I am, the worst, wants, I am the world's worst PR. A person. professor once a, a professor once promoted my book to a bunch of college students. And I was filled with pangs of guilt that these college students who were rich kids, they were at fucking Rice University, okay, we uh, were going to spend $20 of their money on my book. So I said, you don't have to buy this. He was pissed off. I came this close to going to Rice,
0: transferring to Rice. Rice this is close. a good deal. It is a good school.
1: It's uh, also cheaper than other schools, I think.
0: The, um, so, so anyway, I don't know. I don't know how they can do it. But it is within the power of people out there to push us over that mark and make us feel a little bit better about the whole blue check mark situation, right? That would take a little of the pain inflicted yeah, so. by the blue check mark situation
1: away. Am I wrong? <laughs> oh. No, it would. It would definitely help. So you um, can help
0: this kid or you
1: can turn the page. Exactly. Um, and so I. Um, what do you need to talk there, about there are, in the parent? There are apparently some some drawings of Bob Saget's injuries that lead one to think that the story we're getting is not not the real story. So I, in between in our in the break I'm going to try to find these drawings. Uh but I I'd put that to bed as like yes, the official story is right and I'm now being told no, I'm wrong. Uh so so folks,
0: I just want to clarify here. Assuming you don't out of sheer compassion sign up for the parrot room, <laughs> we will be talking about Possible drawings of the late comedian Bob
1: Saget. <laughs> maybe, maybe I shouldn't have led with that either. <laughs> not too good. Uh, there's. Will Republicans blow the midterms, especially the Senate? There was. It. it just. I don't know. There's some news this week that makes it not look so good. Uh, why is preschool bad for kids? Yeah. I have two. I have two theories. We didn't we talk about that last week? Yeah, but you had a crappy theory that maybe they're bad teachers. Uh, they're two better theories. That really hurt, man. Um, but go ahead. And and uh, or, or there's one new theory that I have. There's uh, some interesting work about symmetry that I don't understand. Symmetry is not In- produced by natural selection, Bob. In the sense of physics or biology? Physical. Physical symmetry. Actually, Why? there's a school of thought that it is produced by, nat- favored in some right. situation by natural selection. Right. But well, this, maybe is you know more that. That. Okay. this is a than I do. There's a dissent for that. Uh, and there's Dave Rubin's child. It's controversial. He has a child? We, he and his same-sex husband have, I guess husband, partner, are having a child via surrogate. Two children via surrogate, one with his genes, one with the partner's genes. Um and and the right has embraced it and then the right's having second thoughts say wait are we re- are we really embracing this um and there's uh my pal Zamur in France is my not my pal sorry my boy Zamur in France is not doing as well as I thought he would do that's uh, for an interesting reason mhm well that Which but I won't that tell you now. we're going to
0: say you don't get that for free folks you don't you don't get the To know why this person you've never heard of and don't care about is doing a little worse. I I didn't mean to be.
1: I I, I didn't mean to be callous about Bob Saget. But it is a mystery.
0: See, that's the thing about the Parrot Room is like we're sensitive people. We're we're human beings, and we and we we exhibit remorse and things. That's one of the things you get. In fact, I would not have given that to them for free if I were you, Mickey. Frankly. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, I finished the Oliver Stone documentary about Ukraine. Not a a masterpiece. I mean, he's the executive producer. He's not the hands-on, but he did the interviews with like Putin and so on. And uh, a little bit of further illumination into the the Putin psychology situation, I think, since we, I I, I discussed it a little last week, but now I finished it. Um, I want to talk about the question being raised like, is it smart for Biden to be talking about the Russians using chemical weapons? Uh, is that an invitation for a false flag attack? Uh, uh, how nefarious a role is Chuck Todd playing in all this? Um, I want to mention. Oh, oh, and 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 the uh, so the, the the Chris Hayes Glenn Greenwald retweet situation is also related to something I'm realizing about how it's looking like in foreign policy, the blob has won again. I mean, I mean th- just the way the Ukraine thing is reinforcing and amplifying and winning converts to their narrative. I mean, my side just cannot win in this crazy old world, even though on the merits uh, it should, you know, because I don't my know, side. I
1: don't know the Glenn Greenwald, Chris Hayes thing. So, you will fill us in on what it means, right? What so it I'm
0: being I'm being tactically cryptic. Okay. Um, what else? Any any? I keep meaning to this Ukraine you have thing. Three.
1: You have three. You're supposed to have five, Bob.
0: Okay, I'll talk about myself. Well, well, there <laughs> are some comments. You know, they they're, they just this this O.J. Simpson trial thing is of continued interest to our commenters, apparently. Um, so maybe I'll at least. Uh, Get into that a little bit.
1: Uh, have you have you seen the documentary My Architect? No, my
0: sister in law has been praising it forever. Somebody recommended really it to good. us. To the, it's what's the guy's name?
1: Khan. What's his name? Khan is the architect, and this is one of his many children who did it. Why don't you talk about that in the parent room? I will talk about it. I,
0: I now feel I must watch it because my sister in law just has been it's recommending a, it, it. It's for... a
1: great. Well, I'll explain why it's a okay. great documentary and good. Also. It has nothing to do, it has very little to do with architecture. No.
0: I, I understand.
1: Architects hate it. It does have something to do with architecture, but yeah. anyway, okay.
0: All right. Um, so I guess that's it. We're heading into the parrot room, patreon.com slash parrot room. Uh, we'll give you a, a quick free glance wow. at the parrot, won't we, Mickey? Parrot's going to show a little leg. It's showing more than that right
1: show now. Show a little leg. Huh. Show a little egg. The parrot is uh it, pushing the parrot room will,
0: will, we will get the parrot parrot to utter that phrase in the parrot room. You, the parrot we, is nailed to the perch. The parrot is nailed to the perch. We'll see it in the parrot room. Okay. man